0: Hello there.
1: I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need.
0: And I... I don't care about the presents.
1: Underneath the Christmas tree.
0: I just want you for me, own.
1: More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want <laughs> for episode 50 of Force Toast, A Star Wars Happy Hour, is your... Woo, 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 baby.
0: I'm Alice. I'm Laura, and I'm reluctant to sing on this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because you're the singer. It's December 12th, and yeah, episode 50.
0: Woo, woo. We made it. We made it to 50 episodes. It's very exciting. We should have champagne, but I don't. I don't have champagne. Do you have
1: champagne? No. Um, I was thinking for two years we could do champagne. Can you make the horn noise, the air horn noise?
0: Can I person like with my mouth? yeah you do it all the time oh the (laughs) yes i don't know like an arrow and i don't know what i thought you you were talking about i was just like do you want me to be a should i be a trumpet or like or what part of the brass (laughs) trombones only (laughs) yeah
1: or a bassoon (laughs)
0: episode 50
1: yeah yeah happy hour what are we drinking
0: I have no idea, actually. Okay, so this is another one of the to-go cocktails, which is my favorite new invention of the pandemic. This one's just called Singani, and I think that's brandy, maybe, from South America, Um, but it's from Hmm. Estereo, is a bar here in Logan Square, so I am calling myself my little fancy drink. Oh, and it's bubbly, didn't realize that. (gasps) Yay! Fizzy. And still
1: no banana dolphin. You should ask for a discount if you don't get a banana dolphin. That's a
0: different bar, though, so it's understandable that they didn't do that. This place, like, Estereo is one of those places where they have, like, a frozen... Oh, shit. Sorry. They have, like, a frozen um, cocktail, and then they have, like, a rum cocktail, and they have a tequila cocktail, and, like, that's their basic menu, and then it rotates. Um, Mm. But their drinks are just, like, notoriously strong. Like, disgustingly strong. Uh, so, it's a, so it's a very fun place. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I got. I, it's brandy something or other. Yay.
1: Oh, it's really good, actually. What do you have? What are you drinking? I have a Sauvignon Blanc that is Australian yeah. from our friend Andy, mm-hmm. who sent us gift bags. Cool. You have a wine, too. Yep, We have two wines each.
0: Oh, my God. Yay. I'm excited. Uh, I did... And it's toffee chocolate. Oh, my God. Alice and I were texting about this earlier. Um, Andy, I'm sure you're listening to this, but I don't know how you knew that Alice and I are both really into toffee, but I'm so grateful that you somehow... I don't know, deduced that because that is our favorite. So well done.
1: He used the force. It was destined to be. Really? For real? Yeah. Andy, you're a Jedi. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> Housekeeping. We'll be on an upcoming episode of the Nerd Academy. I thought you were about to say, You're a Jedi. Fuck you. I, oh. I was just like, Oh my God. Like, he's got <laughs> you a gift. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh sorry okay yeah so we just recorded that today and i'm not certain when it's going to come out yet but we'll post it somewhere when it comes out and let you all know that was a good time we talked about um episode fifth or chapter 15 of the mandalorian 17
1: no oh episode 7 of season 2 Okay. There's too
0: many numbers involved with The Mandalorian since they're doing this chapter thing. Not my favorite thing. Math breaks
1: my head. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts my hurts my head a little bit. Okay. So yeah, I thought we were talking about, I got confused with our schedule of talking about two episodes at once. So forgot to talk about
0: <laughs> <laughs> the new one. I thought that he had just like told you the wrong, or told you one thing and told me a different thing. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be a very interesting episode. I can't wait. <laughs>
1: Well, Whoopsie daisies. All right. And then, Laura, you had some exciting stuff come up.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on over at uh, John roca's YouTube channel where I've been making frequent guest appearances, or frequent at least in my book. But yeah, I've been continuing my little uh, short tenure here on the Geek Buddies while Shannon McClug has been out and unavailable. So they invited me back for next week. Shannon's actually going to be back next week, I think, too. And we're going to do a live stream for the Mandalorian season finale on Friday night. Uh, that's December eighteenth and we'll probably kinda talk about the whole season as well. Um, I'm looking forward to it because my wi- my holiday party for my company is on Friday and we're doing a wine tasting. <gasps> so I'm about to like roll up to the Geek Buddies live stream like half in the back. <laughs> perfect so that's gonna be fun um and yeah then we recorded john and i recorded the jedi way on december 2nd that came out we talked about ahsoka tano and like her whole history kind of big picture story and then Roka and i also just recently did a sec part two of a review of season four of the crown so if you're into non-star wars things like the crown uh go check out our review we did parts one and two we like divided the whole season in half and it was a grand old time john uh knew a lot about like the sort of history of what was going on behind it like what would happen in real life because he was alive at that time and i wasn't because i'm a baby um so yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was it was interesting i learned a lot um and the crown this season was really fucking good so if you're watching that on netflix check it out oh my god it was so good loved it. i loved it yes jinx didn't that girl that looked like that played diana look just like her
1: Oh my gosh, yes! But She's how cringy so was the fan the opera video? Oh my present.
0: god! Ooh. Ooh. I wanted to die. I was like, on Charles's behalf, I wanted to die. I was like, this is that's that was a choice. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that really happened. And Twitter put a tweet about it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because
0: I wasn't sure if that part had actually happened or not. Somebody said that like the, there's no tape of it. Like you can't actually
1: find it. Yeah, it's. If the tape still exists, it is locked away somewhere very, very safe. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty cringy.
0: Yeah. So that was Caravan of the Crown. That was the segment that we just did. Uh, Should we talk about Caravan of Corrections? Do you have anything? Do we have
1: anything? I don't think we found anything. We always have something. Someone pointed out about how a year ago you were like, yeah, 2020, (laughs) a year of Alice. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I ate the bad guys. Sorry. Oh, God. No, not really. That's a bad joke.
0: That was really funny, actually. I was just like, it's really funny that to think that some people are going back and, like, listening to our old episodes at this time. Like, I love that idea. I'm also, like, dri- I'm a little bit terrified of that. I'm just like, oh, my God. What the fuck did we say about 2020? What were our predictions? Besides that it was going to be the year of Alice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs>
0: All there is to do is laugh. I know. But it's on It's on the up and
1: up. It's on the up. Yeah. You got your new job. It's going well, I trust. Uh-huh. I have a paycheck. Except, you know, I, there's this really important client that I have, and it's my first one, and it's, like, a huge project. And I sent two emails to, like, one of their main people, and I spelled his name wrong twice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Twice <laughs> that was funny.
1: <laughs> so then I sent a quick one. and I was like, "Sorry for the name typo." <laughs>
0: I do honestly. I like do that all the time, um, and people also do it to me all the time. Like people always call me Kelly because my email when anytime I work somewhere is L Kelly, and so I always just call get called Kelly, and I'll like <laughs> I'll respond to people and I'll like put my name at the bottom of the email like in bigger font to be like, Laura, like ah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. I've got. I get Alice with an I. Yeah, I, I get Alex, mm-hmm. and I get Alice' son a lot.
0: Yeah, I hear you on that. The year of Alice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> year of Alice. Foot and mouth. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Woo. Let's do it. Should we talk about
0: news? We got big news to talk about. Oh,
1: whoa, 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 Wa wah wah we wah has Borat would say. <laughs>
0: wah wah we wah. So I think everybody probably has heard at this point that there were a ton of new Star Wars projects announced this past week. Um, It'll be the week before I guess when you're listening to this but I mean like literally a fuck ton of new shit is coming to a screen near you so that's really exciting. We're gonna dive into all of it. I didn't really find a ton of news outside of
1: this so this is like mostly what we're gonna talk
0: about I think before we get into The Mandalorian.
1: Yeah I was shocked when I checked because I knew something was going on with Star Wars, but I didn't know what because I've been too busy to do internet. And and everyone's like, oh, what's going to happen in four hours? Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, I don't know what anyone's talking about, but that's okay. you know. And then all of a sudden I see a screen that has like ten things and I was just like, holy shit. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. It, <laughs> the timing of it worked out really well because the, the investor call happened on Wednesday night this past week and it was five o'clock my time when Kathleen Kennedy went on to talk about all the new Star Wars stuff. Like five o'clock on the nose. It was so perfect. So and then I had to like l- or maybe it was closer to six or something, but I had to leave. No, I had to leave right at five thirty. She talked for almost exactly 30 minutes and I had to run out the door to a doctor's appointment right after. So I haven't I didn't like get to follow up on like any of the marble stuff that was announced. Like I'm totally in the dark about all that still. But it Sam. was really nice to be able to like sit in and watch the presentation and like take notes and stuff on it. But it was really annoying because like they there's some footage that they only show to investors and I'm like I literally called my boss the next day and I was like, "Do we invest in Disney? Is there is there something can you hook me up somehow with this so that I can actually see what the investors are seeing?"
1: He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> so
0: <laughs> that's on the on the to-do list to figure out for next year.
1: Perfect. Yeah. All right. Here we go. First up, a film. For three years from now, that seems like forever. (laughs) Yeah. Star Wars Rogue Squadron.
0: Now, they closed the presentation with this. We're going to start with it because we're rebels. Um, And it was by far... We're rogue. Exactly. It was by far the most exciting thing, I think, for me at least. In one of the few sort of unexpected announcements because there was a lot of stuff that they announced that was already rumored. We sort of already knew it was happening or more likely happened than more likely than not happening. This star Wars rogue squadron film that Patty Jenkins who directed wonder woman, uh, she's directing this and yeah, released Christmas, 2023. Did you see this video? I retweeted it the other day that she posted, um, where she's talking about how her dad was a, a fighter pilot Oh. oh my god, it was so good. She's, like, rollerblading on a runway and, like, gets up to her car and, like, opens the trunk of the car and you can see her, like, putting on some clothes. You can see that she's, like, changing clothes or changing pants or something. And I was like, is she fucking changing her pants, like, out in public, like, in front of God and everyone just outside just putting different uh, pants on? yeah. Like, Get it, girl. Uh, turns on, she was putting a flight suit on over her clothes, and you see her walk away and zip up the flight suit and put on a, like, a Star Wars fighter helmet, starfighter helmet, and then walk towards an X-Wing that's parked on the runway.
1: She didn't keep the rollerblades on? You know, that's what I want to fucking see. I want to see Star Wars and rollerblades. Yeah. Like, Starlight Express. Star Wars Light Express. Yeah, Star
0: Wars Roller Squadron is what you're going for.
1: Boom. Directed
0: by Alice. Uh, No last name. Coming out in Christmas 2040, <laughs> just Alice <laughs> like Madonna. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm cool like that, or like Lord.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, but we should we should link to the video that that Patty, Patty Jenkins posted on her Twitter account because it was fucking adorable, um, and it just made my day. So this is really exciting. We've never had a woman direct a Star Wars film, um, so this is basically the best day ever. This is finally the representation that I've been looking for. Um, in terms of directors. No word yet on who's writing this script. The way that she sort of talks about it in this video is that there is already a script or there's already some sort of concept in development. So I'll be curious to see who actually is, is writing, who's the screenwriter of this project. But they also describe it as a new generation of starfighter pilots, and it's going to move us into a future era of storytelling in the galaxy. So we do not know where exactly this is happening in the timeline, but it sounds like it's an era we haven't been to before.
1: What if it's, like, Top Gun and they play Star Wars volleyball and then go roller skate? They fucking better. They better be shirtless. Volleyball. Everyone better be, like, in
0: really short shorts. Inappropriately short shorts.
1: Yeah. And we need Val Kilmer. Was he in that movie? I don't know.
0: I only, saw, I only saw Top Gun
1: once, so maybe <laughs> I know Tom Cruise's.
0: Stay tuned for Caravan uh, of Corrections next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: On w- random rampages, I love Patty Jenkins. I think Wonder Woman is so good, and I hear like amazing things about the one that's being released on Christmas? Yes. Or the sequel? I've also heard good things. But I'm not excited about space fights.
0: You know, that's the thing, though. I And I wasn't excited about, like, Rogue Squadron, the concept as a whole, either, because as far as I know, that's a video game that's not canon, and it's also, like, Luke's Squadron in, in Empire Strikes Back, obviously, but I just, it's just not something I care about. I just don't. I don't, I don't care. The idea of, like, a show about pilots, all I think of is Star Wars Resistance, which was awful, so I just, I kind of don't, my, my initial reaction to this was just, oh, it's gonna be about pilots. Okay, that's fine. Like, I love, an, I love an X-Wing as much as the next girl, but I wasn't, like, raring for a pilot movie. But that said, I also had no interest in a show about a Mandalorian, Bounty Hunter, but here we are, and I fucking love The Mandalorian, so I have often been
1: surprised and... Excuse me, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm surprised again. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Next up, the untitled Taika Watiti Star Wars movie. Yos
0: Yeah. So it was rumored for a while, and then finally officially announced in May 2020 that Taika Watiti was going to be directing his own or developing a Star Wars movie. We don't know for certain what his involvement is going to be. I last I heard he had. A co-writer on the script so he at least i think is writing it or working with someone on writing it but i don't know if he's going to be directing or producing or some combination of all of those things it the the word that they used in the most recent article of this news was that this movie is being developed by him but the the imagery that they included at the investor meeting was very interesting
1: yeah it looks like it's Star Wars but it looks like it's in the Flintstones
0: exactly yeah we've got this like bright blue Star Wars logo and sort of its classic font but yeah it's in like 3D it's sort of like it looks like rock that's sort of cracked it's got a pink and white background it's like it's very different this is gonna be a very different vibe I think but I'm excited about this because you and I both loved uh the Thor movie Love loving what, what the fuck was it called? ragnarok
1: ragnarok yeah yeah ragnarok jojo rabbit was fucking amazing Mm -hmm. and what we do in the shadows is also great so i don't know and this also kind of looks monty python ish yes right yeah so it could be really funny yes and silly
0: i trust that he would be he would put out a very funny silly star wars movie because i mean like Ragnarok was something that had such a different vibe than the rest of the MCU, but I was like totally here for it anyway. I think a lot, maybe some people weren't and that's fine to each their own, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, they're describing his take on the the Star Wars movie as fresh, unexpected, and unique, but the co-writer that he's working with wrote 1917. So that's a very different vibe <laughs> than, uh, than what Taika is sort of known for. So this is, this is going to be uh, an interesting roller coaster, I think.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's the history of the villainous vegetation. What the fuck is that? Remember when we were talking about the High Republic and it was like, here are the bad guys, the Nile, badass pirates. And then it was like, and this plant thing.
0: Yeah, that's right. I remember now. The yeah. villainous vegetation, good times. <laughs> I needed a little memory uh, trigger there. I would watch that.
1: Yeah. Now for my favorite thing Obi Wan Kenobi.
0: Nice to finally have a title, though. I, it, I guess this is the thing that I think that we need to just go with from now on. That when we get when we get rumors of new series or announcements of new series, the title is going to be rather simple. It sounds like between this and Andor, it's yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I was surprised at Andor. I would have thought Cassian has more recognition. Yeah, and I would have been fine with just Kenobi for the title, something short. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's but, strange. Hey.
1: It doesn't bother me. Nope. Again, filming starts in March, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Is this the first time we heard 10 years? I think we had had
0: rumors that that's approximately the time era we, that era would be in. I think that when they announced this at D23 in August of 2019, I think they made that clear it'd be about 10 years after.
1: Hayden Christensen returning as Darth Vader and then something about Rematch of the Century. What do you think that is?
0: I have... Some thoughts on this thing about Hayden Christensen. I think it's weird that they used, but probably very purposeful, that they used the phrase... They phrased it as that he's returning as Darth Vader, not that he's returning as Anakin. Because my initial thought was that we're going to be seeing some like flashback stuff, and that's what they'd be bringing him back for. Like, Clone Mm -hmm. Wars brought to live action type of stuff because Hayden's young yeah. enough that he he can pull that off that's where my mind had gone to yeah that was my first thought some I saw one theory somewhere I'm sorry I don't remember who or what it was but about like a sort of world between worlds uh kenobi having visions or something of like alternate universes or alternate realities that have Anakin in them and that's why we're gonna see him like that but The fact that they phrased it as Darth Vader, not Anakin, I'm just like, well, that's bizarre because you can put anybody in that suit.
1: Well, technically, he became Darth Vader after killing Mace Windu or not, you know, after saving Palpatine from Mace Windu. And so technically, he was Vader then and he was Vader at the time of their final high ground fight. So maybe Obi-Wan has a bunch of nightmares of that fight over and over. So he's Vader, but he's not in the suit.
0: Yeah, that's true. For like that, it was a couple of hours. (laughs) That's the time that they have to work with in order to phrase this uh, the way that they did. Uh, (laughs) um, And a surprise to no one, there was no footage shown to us regular folk at the investor meeting. But apparently they did show something to the actual (gasps) investors. It just, it cuts out for like the rest of us where there's just like a blank screen for two minutes while they're showing other people. But I'm just, I guess they're just probably showing them concept art. I can't imagine that they're showing anyone anything else because they haven't started filming yet. So what could they possibly be showing them, you know? There can't be much to see yet. And then there was a the funny joke.
1: Is this for sure a joke?
0: Um, it was, I think, like a sort of error and somebody made it into a joke. So there was something that was released that said that the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is going to start filming in January which is in- inaccurate as as a start but it said it was going to be filming in London and then in Boston Massachusetts <laughs> which and I apparently there's a Boston in the United Kingdom somewhere and that's oh, okay. where they're actually going to be filming but I think somebody photoshopped it to say Massachusetts and so <laughs> ah! the fucking comments underneath this tweet are
1: so I was funny. like what's he gonna do like go to fucking Plymouth Rock and like go to a cranberry bog or like <laughs> go to walburgers and he, hope he runs into a Wahlberg. i don't know god that
0: would be that would be a sight
1: a heist movie with marky mark and matt damon
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh the like the fucking comments though underneath this are just like they're so good and i can't do a boston <laughs> accent but it, they're just like may the with witcha is like all <laughs> over the place <laughs> things like that you lived in boston for a while can you do a boston accent
1: I can't do any accents, but let me find my favorite one and see.
0: Set in a galaxy far, far away. That's the other good. Far, far that's the away. other one I like. <laughs>
1: Let's see. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Hey guy. Hey guy. Darth Vader's wicked pit. But I don't care. Cuz the bees <laughs> Cuz the bees are on tonight. <laughs> Now let's go to donkeys before before supper.
0: <laughs> before supper. Um uh, how do you like their MacBars? That's it. <laughs> These are so good. Like people are so fucking funny.
1: <laughs> I know. How are they so clever? Luke
0: just <laughs> use the fucking force already. I love it. <laughs> oh i'm fucking here for it um but yeah apparently this was this is not real um it's not actually gonna be filming in boston massachusetts as i understand it i mean who the fuck knows but can you even imagine
1: (laughs) what would they do there is he going to harvard right that's in cambridge but
0: like what part of boston looks like Tatooine? i ask you
1: i don't know and i'm like there are prettier things that are much closer to England than Massachusetts. Yeah, New England is very beautiful, though. Yeah, yeah, it's just a newer England, right?
0: Exactly, that's <laughs> hence the name.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay, the enough open one. Yeah. I'm
0: excited <laughs> for that
1: live action ahsoka
0: yeah so this is new this has been rumored for a little bit uh especially since after we saw the debut of uh rosario dawson in the mandalorian but ahsoka is getting her own live action series starring rosario dawson uh the phrasing that they used in this announcement was a live action limited series so likely that we're not going to get or we could get a season two more than likely it sounds like they're it's a going to be a sort of contained story and then also set during a period the same time period as the Mandalorian which is interesting because I'm still kind of expecting that we're going to get the story of looking for Ezra and now it's sort of been called into question as to whether or not the epilogue of Star Wars Rebels actually takes place right after the Battle of Endor or if it's actually taking place in the same time period as the Mandalorian and Ahsoka hasn't actually gone back to to Lothal to pick up Sabine yet so I don't know. This is—I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like because they name dropped Thrawn, like all that stuff has to be in there. Especially, I was totally expecting an announcement for a Rebels part two, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there wasn't one that's specific. So I'm thinking the Sosoka show has to be
0: it. That's kind of what I thought too. Um, but I have a list of things that they didn't talk about, so we'll get into that at some point. But. The, um, this Ahsoka show is going to be written by Dave Filoni. It's going to be executive produced yes. by Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau. So this this Ahsoka show, The Mandalorian, and then the one we're going to talk about next, The Rangers of the New Republic, these are all taking place sort of within the time frame of The Mandalorian. It sounds like with the same team that is show running The Mandalorian. So it's all going to be sort of one big story. And it sounds like they're going to do a sort of crossover climactic story event is what they called it and I'm almost wondering if these three shows are going to sort of culminate into some sort of theatrical release Hmm. crossover something it's weird to think about going to a movie theater now
1: but would be cool do you remember when there were crossovers back in the day I know they do on reality shows sometimes now but was there not like a crossover between bewitched and i dream of genie
0: i feel like there maybe was but i know that um like the chicago fire chicago pd chi- whatever the fuck like those do crossovers and then i think chicago pd also did a crossover with law and order svu at one point
1: yeah so a crossover isn't a new concept it's been around for a while no but
0: this would be really cool
1: for uh for star wars i think to do yeah the would be so fucking cool. Yeah,
0: so I guess you know we can kind of look at uh, chapter thirteen of The Mandalorian as sort of the backdoor pilot to this Ahsoka Tano standalone series. I'm kind of excited for this. I like it. I wonder if they're going to do any kind of flashbacks where we see Ahsoka younger, and maybe we get a little bit of Ashley X Nine doing vo- voiceover for
1: whoever that is. I don't know. I'm stoked.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. uh I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit on the fence with this Rangers of the New Republic show though. <sighs> Like, I don't know if I need a show about cops in Star Wars. I don't, like... Well, it just doesn't
1: sound interesting to me. Cops or no. Like, what if they're cowboys or something? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't care that much about the New Republic. I think the reason I was thinking about this today is we've gotten so much of it in books. Yeah. You know? So I feel like I know a whole lot about it and a whole lot of detail. And I want to see something new.
0: That surprises me that you think that, because you really like the political intrigue stuff that we get in the prequels, so I kind of would have thought that you'd be sort of here for this, for the...
1: No, I want content that's out of the saga timeline. Got it. Unless you and McGregor's on it.
0: True. Yeah, then you're kind of there for it no matter what. You know what I listened mm-hmm. to the other day? I, I revisited the uh, M- Moulin Rouge soundtrack, Good Times. Oh. Hadn't listened to it in forever. Probably a couple years, and I really enjoyed it.
1: I haven't listened or watched to it, it too whatever and forever either
0: yeah it's worth revisiting it's it's solid I like it okay yeah so one of the new shows that we hadn't heard anything about that they announced at this uh this event was Lando simply titled Lando uh a brand new event series for Disney plus I don't know what an event series is but sounds cool and it'll be by it'll be created by Justin Simeon who was the creator of Dear White People? He's also a huge Star Wars fan. I was reading up some recent interviews that he's done where he talks about <laughs> how big of a massive Star Wars fan that he is, so that's good Aww. news, I think, but he's gonna be developing the story for this Lando series uh mm-hmm.
1: which we I feel like we've heard about the potential of it before, but it was like just up in the air, yeah, you know, like someone's just putting a balloon out
0: yeah people were like bring back donald glover to play lando in like a lando series weirdly enough donald glover not not attached to this in any way from anything that we've seen they didn't show a picture of him they didn't mention him either in the article on star wars.com about the investor meeting or at the investor meeting itself in the presentation there was nothing about him which i find really interesting that they wouldn't have been like oh yeah and he's confirming we're confirming that he's signed on to play lando
1: again Watch Lando be, like, a cat or something. (laughs) (laughs) Or a weird cartoon that's, like, Care Bears but Star Wars. I just
0: hope that if they're going to do it, they're going to do, like, a a prequel set before Solo, that will get Phoebe Waller-Bridge back, too. (gasps) Yes! Yeah. That's my my biggest thing that I'm crossing my fingers for. Also, we know that Lando had interfaced with Dryden Voss before when he did the Felucia thing for him. Which makes me think that we could also potentially see Kira again if they are gonna set it before solo. That would be cool. Uh-huh. Just saying.
1: Yeah. When you're saying interface, at first I thought you were gonna say intercourse uh. and then go on a rant about Lando and
0: An L3. L3. <laughs> Let's explore this. Let's dive into the mechanics of it. I just need to know where are the holes. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I had a totally different conversation in my head for like <laughs> half a second. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Lando. Ah, whatever. When they tell us what it's about. And when it's set. Yeah. And when they're actually planning on making it. Um, Like they can't make all these things at once. No. But when they're actually planning on making it. Uh, then maybe I'll care. But yeah. But right now I don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I do hope Donald Glover is in it because he's amazing.
0: He really is. Yeah. Fingers crossed that he comes on maybe as like to do some writing on the show too because he's a fucking brilliant writer.
1: Yeah. Then we have a title for, again, the Cassie and Andor show just called Andor.
0: Yeah. We've been talking about this show for a long, long time now. Uh We finally have confirmation that they began filming in London three weeks ago which is really exciting, and that the show is going to be coming to Disney Plus in 2022. So we're a ways off from actually seeing the final product.
1: It's going to be really weird when people start talking about this, depending on how they pronounce the name, um, because they're be like, oh my gosh, did you watch Andor?
0: Or Endor. People are going to be like, oh yeah,
1: what's the show about? Endor? The yeah. Force Moon? Andor, Endor. Andor. And it's like, andor what? You never gave me options. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dumb.
0: Um, so it's gonna be a tense. <laughs> nail-biting spy thriller, which checks out. That sounds that sounds about right. Tony Gilroy is going to be the showrunner. We did know that. He's known for directing the Jason Bourne, or writing and directing, I don't know, the Jason Bourne movies. He's involved with them in some capacity. Um, and then he's one of the credited screenwriters for Rogue One, and allegedly also sort of took over the directing duties for all of the reshoots of that movie.
1: I wonder if it's going to come out before Obi-Wan. You know, did they mention the Obi-Wan release
0: date? They said Mm -mm. 2021, didn't they? No, they didn't. They just said it's going to start
1: filming then. Huh. That's annoying. Because they can't release Mando 3, Obi-Wan, and Cassian or Andor all at the same time, you know? Yeah, I would think not. Mm Hmm. But we have to be getting
0: something at some point early next year, you know? And it wasn't made clear in this investor meeting what we're supposed to get that's going to tide us over from now until Christmas of next year. Which is when *Mandalorian* is going to come? Season three of *The Mandalorian* will be out then.
1: I was assuming *The Bad Batch*
0: would be released. Oh, you're right. I think you're right. We are supposed to get that sooner, but I don't yeah. have I don't have it in my notes as to when. So, uh, yeah, we'll figure it yeah, out. Sad. Um, so yeah, this is exciting about Cassian. We did, I think, also learn that pretty much every casting rumor that we heard leading up to this point about the Cassian Andor series is true. They confirmed, like, Genevieve O'Reilly is going to be back as Mon Mothma. However, the new one that I had not heard before, and maybe I just missed it somewhere in all the rumors about the show, was Fiona Shaw is going to be in the show. She played Petunia Dursley in the Harry Potter movies. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I was sort of surprised to see her on the cast list and see her face pop up at the investor uh, meeting. I was like, oh, my God, my worlds are colliding. Huh.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the, they actually did show us some footage. Not, I guess probably not footage from the actual show, maybe a little bit. It was a lot of behind the scenes type of stuff of people working on creature effects and things like that. But we saw a lot of um, concept art. So I, pa- I pasted some of the pictures in here. I think it's like the last maybe 20 seconds of the sizzle reel that they posted. We'll post a link to that is a lot of the concept <laughs> art for this show. Um, so we see like Cassie, you know on a speeder bike with somebody on the back of it who's like shooting behind them. We see a what looks like it. I think it's an Imperial cruiser. It looks like like a light cruiser or something like parked on its side.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like it's being built. Yeah. Or taken apart.
0: There's something weird with this, but there's there's a couple other of those ships sort of parked on their sides in the background, so who knows. We see a sh- uh, some art of Cassian in what looks to me like an A-Wing, but I couldn't say for sure. I suppose this could be a Y-Wing, maybe. Yeah,
1: I'd go with A-Wing, yeah. just because it's, yeah.
0: Because it's also on fire, and A-Wings suck, so that kind of makes sense. That would be yeah. an A-Wing. And then I don't know what this last one is. It looks like some sort of Imperial like cubicles (laughs) it looks like an office
1: cubicles people must really miss the office or hot tubs yes
0: yes because there there appears to be steam or maybe the picture's just blurry i don't know
1: (laughs) i think it's just sunlight coming in through the windows but it does look like a giant cluster of cubicles yeah weird Hmm.
0: um (laughs) Sorry, I just deep throated my uh, bottle of my drink.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, gross. All
1: right. Next up, the acolyte. This one I'm very excited for.
0: I know you are. I wondered about this. Uh, Leslie Headland has been in the news. We talked about her recently because she just did an interview. That was really cool. Um, that I sat through where she talked a lot about Star Wars and talked about how we were going to be in sort of an unfamiliar era. And we now know that the show that she's going to be that she's going to be the showrunner of The Acolyte is a mystery thriller set during the final days of the High
1: Republic. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes. I'm just I'm glad to be out of Saga timeline. Yeah, yeah. And I like history
0: stuff. Uh, This this is going to be cool. I am kind of surprised because my first thought, like what I knew that they, I knew that the investor meeting was coming and I knew they were going to be announcing stuff. I just didn't know what. And I was like, if they announce a fucking High Republic series, I'm going to be so annoyed because they were so emphatic that the High Republic was a publishing initiative. They were so like, they kept saying that I feel like over and over again and trying to make it very clear. And I'm like, oh, but now you're going to make it a show. Now you're going to make it a movie or something, which I just think is weird. But
1: Yeah, so the embargo will be lifted now. I don't think this is a spoiler, but Dark Side Powers in the Final Days of the Higher Public, with a bunch of stuff going on in the book, they specifically mentioned that they were looking for Dark Side stuff to see who did it, and couldn't find anything
0: you're talking about the charles soul book
1: yes so it sounds as of right now that they're under the impression that no dark side or sith anything exists so it could be like the rebirth of the sith
0: gotcha 200 years before the phantom menace Seems a little recent, but because well, they did say the Sith have been extinct for a millennium in the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers is what the description says for this show. But I'm just excited. They, I think, it's also been sort of described as like a martial arts female center or female centric show. So this is going they didn't address that in the investor meeting, but that's what we've heard rumors of for this Leslie Headland show. They also didn't specify it's gonna be if it's gonna be live action or animation, but I Leslie Headland doesn't do animation, so the assumption is that it'll be live action.
1: What if it's like Kill Bill-ish?
0: I would watch that. Ten out of ten. I would watch any Kill Bill and Star Wars any day.
1: Yeah. Love the shit out of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think apart from Kenobi, this is what I'm most excited for. Yeah? Mm-hmm.
0: High Republic, fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. There's just two more that we have here because um, I didn't put this the droids, whatever the fuck the droid thing was, because I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, mm. um, no. but the Bad Batch was one I wanted to mention because obviously we knew this was coming. This was announced in July this past year. Um, oh yeah, I did write right here that they didn't mention the release date. Got it. But they did say it's going to take place in a post Clone Wars era. But then in the preview that they showed, and this is a reel, they showed Order 66 happening, um, or the announcement of Order 66, basically. Or no, the the Senate meeting where Palpatine is like, the first galactic empire! So it sounds like we might see Order 66 in more detail than we saw in Clone Wars Season 7, which would be very cool. I think that's something that a lot of people were really excited to see, potentially, in the Clone Wars, was getting to see a different point of view of Order 66. Mm-hmm. But our view was pretty limited because we were with Ahsoka and Rax and we didn't see much else. So this sounds pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And we've always been curious about what happened with other clones, chips and stuff. Yeah. And how they got them out and what the Bad batches deal would be, essentially. So I'm excited for it. You know, I mean, it's fine. I'm going to watch it. Fennec Shan's going to be in it, which is great. She gives me, like, super Zam Wessel vibes.
0: Yeah. She's got kind of the same sort of helmet shape to her costume. Mm-hmm. She was all over this, re- this reel. It was, like, equal parts her and the Bad Batch, which I'm sort of here for. hmm We got a little Tarkin cameo at the very end. What wasn't clear to me was, like, are they working with Tarkin in this scene, or are, have they been captured or something?
1: Mm. wasn't clear my automatic impression was captured gotcha
0: it just seemed very I guess that's maybe Tarkin's vibe though it seemed very like amicable the conversation that he was sort of having with them but he's a fucking creep so I guess that's probably why yeah but it sounds cool I'm excited for Bad Batch fingers crossed it fucking comes out soon like they had to have been working on this for so long and like we, they can't be just leaving us hanging for a whole fucking year, you know?
1: Yeah, they've got to have something come out next year besides, I think someone, Mando's going to be out next year, but, like, really late. Oh, yeah,
0: like, Christmas, I think is what they said. Or, like, December mm-hmm. or something. End of 2021, which sucks.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, they have to come out. There just has to be something between this Christmas and next Christmas besides books. I love books, but for Disney plus.
0: Yeah, you got to keep people coming back. Which again, I'm sure that they announced a bunch of Marvel stuff that's coming soon. And I just I'm like, I don't
1: know. Oh, yeah, that WandaVision is coming up in January. Yeah,
0: that's mm-hmm. exciting. That'll be kind of
1: cool. I love the big little Olson.
0: Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> that show just looks too that just show just looks really fucking weird to me. I have a feeling I'm not gonna like it. Because I just don't really get what it is or why it is the way that it is. And I don't know that if I I really care to dive into it, you know.
1: I'm interested to watch it, but I'm not anticipating being, like, obsessed with it. But maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. I'm open-minded.
0: Yeah, that's good. Uh, Speaking of open-minded, the last thing I wanted to mention that we got out of the (laughs) the Disney investor meeting presentation was this thing called Star Wars Visions. That sounds sort of interesting. It's basically going to be Star Wars, but anime. And they're working with um, a bunch of, like, Japanese studios to put together these 10 short films of Star Wars told through the lens of anime. So I bet that there's a lot of people that are really excited about this. I think it sounds kind of cool. I love the idea that it's short films (laughs) um, so that I don't have to commit a long period of time to something. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sort of into it. They talked about how this is sort of bringing, like, a different a sort of more diverse and cultural perspective to Star Wars, which is always good news when we get stuff like that, because there's obviously not nearly enough representation, uh, especially when it comes to who's working behind the camera on these things. So exciting in and of itself.
1: All right. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Again, I'm so surprised that there's no Rebels thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to mention. Let's talk about the things that they did not... Get into. Let me zoom in on my notes because I am blind and I cannot see anything anymore. Um, okay, so I don't want to be negative, Nancy, and uh, talk about like the things that are not going to happen. But I just think that we have to be realistic and say that I think it's inevitable that some of the project they discussed at this investor meeting are never going to make it to screen.
1: Mm-hmm. Never going to happen. I think we should have a show called Jar Jar Redeemed. Or Jar Jar Resurrection. Should
0: we? Yes. Okay. Uh, So that's my theory. Some of these things aren't ever going to come to fruition because you remember when we were supposed to get a bunch of standalone movies and then Solo didn't do well. And so everyone was just like, well, fuck that. And they dropped all of that. And remember when Benioff and Weiss stepped down from doing their Star Wars film trilogy, um, the like announcements that StarWars.com did about the Benioff and Weiss stuff, those have been like totally wiped from the official really? Star Wars website. The announcement like articles are totally gone. The Ryan Johnson trilogy announcement is still up. It is still there. Oh, so we interesting we didn't get any word on the Ryan Johnson trilogy at this at this uh investor meeting, but I'm not losing hope on that yet. I know that he's working on Knives Out and has been working on Knives Out for a long time, and now they're doing Knives Out 2, probably a third one too, so whatever he does for Star Wars I imagine is just a ways off still, but I do still believe that he intends to do a Star Wars trilogy and that eventually we'll get that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we also heard word a while back that J.D. Dillard was going to be working on a Star Wars project. That news came out, or the rumor came out earlier this year, um, and we didn't hear anything else about that
1: mentioned at the... Was that the person with the really bad IMDb reviews? Um, I think
0: maybe it was. Maybe he's done some, like, horror stuff or something. That was a year
1: and a half ago. Was it really? Yeah, because I was at your house, and it was in May, because that was the episode... That was episode 12, I think.
0: Oh, my God, that is so weird that you have that detailed of a memory that you remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The only thing that I think that are that's on his, like imdb page page because it is really brief is like a movie called slight slate i don't know that i think people didn't like and then a couple of shorts so i i don't know i'm not sure if that'll ever pan out or maybe it was just an unfounded rumor who knows yeah
1: well we'll stick with this yep and see i mean this is a lot of work to undertake uh so i I I don't know how they're going to do it, but it'll be interesting to see what they churn out next year.
0: Yeah. And it kind of sounds like they haven't finalized the timeline of any of this because so much of it was just left open-ended and vague in this presentation. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I imagine like, you know, they're going to put, they're putting together all these things and they're just going to kind of see what sticks, I imagine and Mm -hmm. see what's successful. I mean, I think you can pretty much bank on this Ahsoka show being successful given how the positive, uh, Reception that it got the in The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And then Obi-Wan, I think you can count. You could make that. That Obi-Wan show could be total garbage and people are still going to eat it up. Like, Yep. That was probably the most heartwarming reaction I saw was everybody reacting to Hayden Christensen returning and people were so happy and so excited. And that made me so happy and so excited for them because I had two people, I think, in like real life text me and be like... So they're bringing back Hayden, really? And I'm like, you're being a toxic asshole. They're, people are excited about this. Like, people are pumped. All the people who went and saw Hayden Christensen in Revenge of the Sith, when they were 12 years old at midnight, were fucking so pumped to have him back in Star Wars. And I'm excited for them to be excited.
1: I'm super excited. Yes. How great was that last year at the Disney thing when Ewan McGregor stepped on stage and Kathleen Kennedy confirmed obi Wan show? It was the fucking best. It was so good. Everyone was so excited. Yeah. Like standing ovation. He deserves it. Yeah. It's great. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but Hank and Christensen I'm also stoked for. Yeah. I remember I saw Revenge of the Sith midnight after high school graduation. Good times. Mm-hmm. And great oldies. Yeah. All right. We're becoming great oldies. We now. are. We really yeah. are.
0: Episode fifties. Old as fuck.
1: Oh, uh, I was just talking about our ages oh, in general. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm older than you. Whatever. I can say what I want. I'm like a year. So, and I'm always going to be older than you. So. Pfft. That's true.
2: Dare. Yeah.
0: Take Unless it. I have, you have like a Benjamin Button thing where you age backwards. But then I guess you would just grow into an old baby. So.
1: <laughs> or like that movie Forever Young with. Uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Never saw it.
0: Don't ask me why. I know that Mel Gibson's in it, but I never saw it.
1: Yeah. I remember running it at a video store. For a sleepover.
0: Oh my god, remember video stores?
1: I know. <laughs> right? They were so fun. You used to be able to rent
0: VCRs. Do you remember that? Vaguely. All I remember is that the local video store I used to go to always had balloons, and we were never allowed to get balloons because my mom has a fear of balloons. She does not like <laughs> them popping.
1: <laughs> so. The one I went to, like the room where all the kids' movies were, had like a little like fisher price playground in it yeah. it was awesome
0: um i remember climbing the stairs to go into the adult section because i wanted to find the um <laughs> i wanted to find sailor moon on dvd or like vhs or whatever so i could watch sailor moon like 24 7 and they're like oh yeah it's up in that section with all the japanese anime and then i was like flipping through and i was like oh my god there's so many fucking boobs everywhere uh so that was <laughs> eye-opening
1: <laughs> it's x-rated Ooh. yeah yeah okay (laughs) that's it for news next up (laughs) recap on tap we're recapping on tapping did we take a break yeah i think we're probably gonna need like two breaks this episode
0: yeah this one might go a little long guys we got a lot of listener uh emails and tweets and games and trivia it's gonna be riot
1: hurrah okay uh we'll be right back All right, we're back. Recap on tap. We'll kick off with *Mandalorian*, episode six, A.K.A. Chapter Fourteen, "The Tragedy." When I saw the title, "Was the Tragedy," I was like, "Oh no!"
0: (laughs) I thought the same thing. Um, but I also wasn't too worried because I'm just like, they're not going to kill off the baby. They're not going to kill off Dinjarin. And I don't know if I really care about anybody else in the show. Like, I think everyone else is expendable.
1: (laughs) Well, I thought, I was like, what if they did kill off the baby? Then what? Yeah. Everyone would flip their shit.
0: Um, In case it's not obvious, like, full spoiler warning. We're going to be full spoilers talking about chapter 14 and chapter 15. So... If you haven't seen them, get the fuck out or check the show notes for uh, timestamps to avoid.
1: Yeah. And this is also the episode where we put our feet in our mouths.
0: Yeah. About that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How about that? So we record episode 49 and we talk shit on Boba Fett for roughly 10 minutes. It may have been 10 minutes straight. We were like, here's all the reasons that we think Boba Fett sucks. Only for three days after that episode comes out, (laughs) for motherfucking Boba Fett to show his goddamn face again. I could not believe it. And I was just like, I was... (laughs) First of all, I was so annoyed with myself um, because we were such dicks about it. But
1: Boba Fett was fucking cool in this episode. Like, uh, yeah, do you remember me saying, we're definitely not seeing him again. <laughs> it was just like a one time thing.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my God.
1: Okay. So general premise, baby's on the Jedi rock. He's meditating and there's like magical light field around sure. him. Force field. And <laughs> yeah, that. And then all of a sudden uh, Boba Fett shows up with Fennec Shand who has a robot insides now and uh and then stormtroopers show up and then they all fight and boba wants his armor back and he goes and steals it and then they fight some more the uh witch noodle gets destroyed
0: the razor crest um which when that happened i thought that the tragedy was referring to that and i was like is this fucking title the tragedy because a goddamn ship gets blown up That's
1: it? That crossed my mind, too. (laughs) So, well, eventually they fight, fight, fight. The baby gets stolen by those dark troopers, and Boba's like, I have my armor back. We're bound to help you, Mandalorian. They didn't shake
0: on that deal, so okay. Yeah,
1: it doesn't really make that much sense why, but I think he's probably been really bored on Tatooine. I'd be really fucking bored on Tatooine. I'm glad he got all of his stuff back, and I have a few questions. I have a lot of questions. What have, what actually happened to Mando's jetpack? Did he ever pick it up? No.
0: And that's why I was wondering in chapter 15, because he doesn't, excuse me, have his armor on. He's mostly in the, the trooper armor, but he sets the jetpack down and the camera makes a very purposeful move in showing that he sets the jetpack down. And then we never see him pick it back up. And we don't see him chase after the baby because he doesn't have a jetpack on. At the end of the episode, so is it still sitting on Tython, like in a random field, or does he somehow have it on the slave one? I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I don't know, but Boba was fantastic. I'm glad he got his armor out before Razor Crest got destroyed, and I just thought it was so funny at the end when he went to shoot with the rocket <laughs> from his jetpack. <laughs> And they were like, oh, good shot. And he's like, oh, I meant to hit the other one. <laughs> but where does he get all of his jetpack rockets from?
0: I mean, I guess that they were just in the armor. Like, whenever whenever the Timothy Oliphant character had the armor, I guess he was keeping them stocked in there. And then, I don't know. Because we see when we see Mando get it back and we see the little critter try to steal it, he sends him flying up in the... Oh, no, he gives him his own jetpack. Fuck, I don't know. Fuck if I
1: know. What I love about Boba in this is it finally gives him a personality yes i think yes and he's finally realized who he is which is something that in our email last week that was brought up like oh he doesn't know who you know he's trying to figure out who he is when he's you know a young Boba bounty hunter thing and um from the clone wars and yeah we get his personality and he has like pride in that he has purpose again why he chose this purpose, not clear, but I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't need an explanation for everything. But he
0: also is just like, well, I give my allegiance to no one. He doesn't claim to be working for anyone in particular, but then he seems so bound to Din and then in in, in turn bringing Fennec Chandelon because she's bound to him, I guess. But I here's my thing. I have this new theory about about. Boba Fett and I didn't develop it until I was sitting today doing dishes listening to Alan Voivod and 7 by 7 talking about Boba Fett and my new suspicion is that we have not seen Boba Fett we have we're going to see him I think betray mando maybe at some point because mm-hmm. here's the thing I'm watching I'm listening to the audiobook for from a certain point of view the Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett makes per- frequent appearances in various stories. And he's a fucking piece of shit. He's like, he's, you know, he's he's not a good dude in the book. He's just kind of like the way he is now a little bit. He's not bound to anybody, but he's pretty quick to like turn his back on people. Um, And he's, yeah, he's just kind of this like bad dude. And I just don't think that I'm convinced that he's made such a significant turn to suddenly being such a good guy. Like, he was working for the Empire in The Empire Strikes Back. He was working Mm -hmm. for Vader, trying to track down Han Solo. Like, what has happened to him that has suddenly made him think, oh, the Empire is bad? Because when we see him react to seeing the, the, not Star Destroyer, it's an Imperial cruiser, I guess, in space, he's like, they're back. But he doesn't make it seem like he's... He's not very specifically reacting like he's scared or that he's mad or he's disappointed or he thinks that it's bad that they're back. He just makes a comment that they're back. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not fully trusting of Boba Fett, I think yet.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, maybe he's like an asset. Maybe. And he's just keeping tabs and he's going to like throw a wrench in it.
0: Yeah. I don't know, but that's my, mm. that's my new theory, and it's, I just got it from, like, I listened to one of the episodes where, where Alan's talking a lot about Boba, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't know if this is, I don't know if we figured out the full story with Boba Fett yet.
1: That's, that's a good point, um, and also, just, what has he been doing these past few well, years? Well, where the fuck like, did no he no get the slave to one? Ship? Yeah,
0: that's the big question, yeah. it's like, where the hell was that thing? Was it on Tatooine, just parked
1: somewhere? <laughs> yeah, no one else stole it? like that shit totally would have gotten carjacked like
0: he could have just fucking seismic charged timothy oliphant's ass and gotten his fucking armor back and he didn't bother mm-hmm. doing that so i don't know if, Yeah, i don't know what that's about it's weird there's there's too many unanswered questions with boba fett yet and i just don't trust him
1: i think i think that's i i like those thoughts but i hope it's not true no i hope it's not i want him to be good
0: i kind of like him teamed up with fennec and with with Din Djarin. I like this team that's formed. I enjoyed it in episode 15. I think they all have great chemistry together. I have no problem mm-hmm. with, oh, that's the other thing that they didn't, that they didn't mention on the investor call. Allegedly, we're going to get a Boba Fett spinoff series at some point. That's been a rumor for a while, but they didn't mention it all on the call.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any reaction to the blue butterflies? I did. I caught them
0: right away. Saw the little blue butterflies very reminiscent of the uh, Kylo Ren Ben Ben Solo rollout episode that we saw on YouTube for kids, Star Wars Kids YouTube.
1: Do you think the baby... Grogu do you think he made a connection with any jedi or he like made a decision into what he wants to be in his meditation
0: see this is my complaint about this episode is that we didn't get any kind of inclination as to what he was going through in that situation and if this had been an animated show i think we would have seen that so i think this is just unfortunately for me it's a failure of the the live action medium that we would not get to see that it was a choice that they basically couldn't make they had to make that choice Um, because then you're going over budget for all the fucking visual effects that you need to do that. But I I wonder a little bit if maybe that's what we're going to see in the finale is maybe something like that, because the idea of them not addressing that question at all until season Mm -hmm. three, which is a full year away, seems really unlikely to me, that they would leave that thread hanging there for a whole year.
1: Yeah, and I wonder if we're maybe going to see anything like if they hug him up to some machines and we end up seeing flashbacks yeah of his earlier life
0: that would be nice i would like to see what was order 66 like for grogu
1: do you think he was still super tiny like polly pocket yes like tiny yeah
0: like he fit in your actual pocket
1: <laughs> yeah be like boop like honey i shrunk the like kids We
0: puppy <laughs>
2: sweet bye that. Yeah,
0: I did like I did like the little blue butterfly uh thrown in there. I thought that was kind of cute. I think they're supposed to be like a symbol of, you know, protection in mythology. So, I thought that that was great. I loved the his little fingers meditating. I thought that that was really cute. I thought that whole Aww. sequence was really well done. Um it did I talked a little bit about this on the Jedi Way, but I thought that or maybe it was Geek Buddies. I found it really annoying that like Dinjarin kept trying to penetrate the force field. He tried three different times, not really doing anything different the three different times. I'm like, are we really wasting this time in this episode showing this over and over and over? Like, it's the same result.
1: Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't understand the force No stuff. Though. not at all. So all he knows is he wants to protect his son, as he later refers to yeah, him, essentially. Yeah, his bebe. I so, know. Oh, oh, and then at the very end, when he goes to the wreckage of the nothing left of the Razor Crest and finds the ball and puts it
0: in his pocket. Oh my god. I just can't. It was so sad. Mm.
1: Yeah, so then the baby is up in Moff Gideon's thingamadoodle, and he's like, killing stormtroopers, which is wild. Yes. And then passes out and gets handcuffs. They're so tiny.
0: They're so wee. They have to keep different sizes on hand. That's so cute. Oh!
1: Yeah, who keeps baby handcuffs, though? Like, that's really fucked yeah, up. Yeah, Moff
0: Gideon's a sick fuck, but he's just like, yeah, let's get the smallest size.
1: <laughs> I just need them on hand, just in just case. Just in case,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> in case I need to arrest a baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that old storyline um yeah this was really cool that when we when we cut to hyperspace and got to or when they did jump to hyperspace and then we got to cut to the star destroyer i thought that i thought it was really fun getting to watch him fuck with the stormtroopers i loved when like gideon was walking down the hall you could hear the stormtroopers yelling in the room i just thought that was like a yeah. really nice touch um and, but also yeah.
1: what are handcuffs gonna do like he doesn't need his hands to use the force right well, I
0: mean, remember, like, in Rebels, the Mandalorians had, like, tools to sort of subdue the Jedi. Like, at one point, Sabine has, like, a mm-hmm. whip or something that she, like, binds Kanan's hands or something in. Maybe it's something like that where they can still, I don't know. It, it must have some sort of effect. Or maybe they're just banking on the fact that he's going to be real tired and won't be able to Care do from much. from
1: holding all that weight with his little arms. Yeah.
0: He's so fucking, he's like a little slug. He like, doesn't even look like he has legs. He just looks like a little, little cone.
1: (laughs) I want to cradle him and sing a nursery rhyme. Do you want to sing a Mariah Carey? No, I'll sing him a regular one. Okay. (laughs) Like, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Okay. Or it's a small world.
0: Aw, put baby. Or,
1: what are other nursery rhymes?
0: Uh, Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet eating her. That's not a song. No.
1: What about the one about the candle? I think that's a jesus song, though. Ew. This Little Light of Mine. My... What are other nursery songs besides Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star? I don't know. Damn. Anyway, uh, chapter
0: 14, <laughs> directed by Robert Rodriguez, known for directing Spy so Kids. Uh, this episode is written by John Favreau. And, yeah, we get the little tidbit at the end that we're going to have Migs Mayfeld back in chapter 15, Um, And that certainly paid off very quickly. Should we jump into chapter 15? Any other thoughts on 14? Got anything else? Nope. Let's hop to 15. Cool. All right. Bill Burr is back as Migs Mayfeld. We saw him in season one in the episode that was also directed by Rick Famuyiwa. He directed and wrote this episode, chapter 15. Um, I was really not excited about the prospect of this character coming back. And he kind of won me over. I think they sort of softened him a little bit. They softened the Boston accent. It didn't seem quite as strong. I think they pulled that back a little bit. They pulled back a little bit of the attitude. And we actually got to like know May- who Migs Mayfeld was and who, you know, who he is as a person and what he's experienced. And I found that sort of interesting and endearing.
1: Yeah. And I have no idea what to think of the title being The Believer. Yeah.
0: I thought that that was in... I- I'm not sure if I like that title for this set. Like I get it. Like it can apply to multiple characters in this, but I just... Like, I don't know. I would have preferred something like The Heist or something like that. I'd, I'm not sure. That's not the appropriate title either. But I just, I don't know if I like Believer. I just would prefer that whatever the title is, that it's it's clear who it's referring to.
1: Yeah. So basically, they pick him up and they're like, he's like, oh, we have to go to this planet to get Imperial shit of where Moff Gideon's ship is. And they're like, Okay and then hijinks ensue, and they get the plans, and then, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's all to get the coordinates as to where Moff Gideon's ship is, and Mm -hmm. that's what we get. Um, Yeah, we see Pedro Pascal's face again. My God, how bizarre was that? How bizarre? I'm just like, it was so weird to me because he seemed so calm and so chill about it, but at the same time, like, when it came time for, like, Pedro to actually speak— It was like Mando had no idea what it was like to have a conversation. Like, he did not know what to do with his face when he's talking to
1: another person. Well, you know what the weird thing is that went through my mind is when that um, captain or general or whoever the fuck was walking up to him and calling his name. Yes, yeah. I I thought he was going to yell at him for his hair not being up to code. Because you know how in a lot of books we've read, they're, like, very particular about, like, having a shaved face and having, like, a clean haircut or hair, like, in a back bun or ponytail if you're a girl? Yeah, that's true. Like, the Empire was really strict about that. And for some reason, like, my mind was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to yell at him for not having, like, an up-to-coat haircut. Yeah.
0: Well, I also <laughs> thought it was just really interesting kind of how they set, set it up. Because they hint a couple of times in this episode that, like, we're going to see Pedro's... Excuse me, we're going to see Pedro's face at some point. They kind of, like, hint at it a few times. And the whole premise, though, of setting that up just doesn't really work for me. Because the whole thing is that, like, Mayfeld doesn't want to wear his helmet. And I'm like, well, Mayfeld was a former Imperial. You just saw your officer you used to report to. You don't think that there's any chance that someone in that platoon is going to recognize you? Why the fuck would you have gotten off of that transport without your helmet on? Like, What?
1: What if he had, like, long, luscious locks last time anyone saw him? Yeah,
0: and they were, like, beach wave curls.
1: Yeah, just, like, with with natural highlights. He's like, you know,
0: the beaches of Boston. Salt. It's
1: beautiful. Yeah,
0: it's great. Um, yeah, Migs Mayfeld in this episode was... I, I like a lot of the stuff that we got out of him. I love the conversation that they're having in the transport because it's very silly and kind of funny because... Mayfeld's really just trying to get Mando to like take his helmet off. And he's also trying to get him to like defend his dumb beliefs where he's just like, I can never take my helmet off. It's like, well, can you never take your helmet off or can you not show your face? Cause it's two different things. And right now you'd have mm-hmm. your helmet off. Um, I-, I love the line that he's got that he says where he's just like, you know, your rules start to change when you get desperate. So what is it? How, how much are you going to really stick to this stuff? But there are sort of philosophical yet somewhat humorous conversation. I really liked it just, like, mm-hmm. it, it was just kind of interesting how it sort of builds to this confrontation with this Imperial officer. And then talking about Operation Cinder, like, this was, there are mm-hmm. so many great Easter eggs dropped in this episode.
1: You know what else has dropped? Balls. Balls, yes. Seismic charges. The seismic yeah. charge. <laughs> Our favorite noise. Did you love
0: it? Did you see it coming? Oh, my God.
1: I, I thought in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, this would be amazing, but there's no way they're going to do that. And then they did it, and I didn't process what was happening at first, because I was like, no, it can't be. And then when it happened, my eyes just lit up, and I started laughing, and I think I stood up. <laughs> to like, give like, it a like, standing I I ovation. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh! <laughs> like, you know when something great happens, and you just laugh? Yeah. That's what happened. I was just like filled with laughter and joy that's amazing i i fucking love that actually um i love that for me too (laughs) love that journey for you um
0: yeah their their whole thing is that they have to like deliver rhydonium to some this imperial base and but the right then they have the whole thing with the pirates and i just did not care about this pirate scene at all like it it dragged on for so long and the second time i watched it i just fast forwarded through it it was it was too much for me I get that people like the action sequences and stuff, and I like a little bit of it. I just didn't need nearly that much um, yeah. of what we got. That's really kind of my only criticism of this episode. Other than that, I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. This Valen Hess officer was uh, Joe Chill in Batman Begins, and apparently he was also the Night King in Game of Thrones. Same actor.
1: I was wondering what Miggs was going to do. I like that they freed him at the end and he thought they were gonna kill him, like, oh, yeah, he died on this planet, and he died on this mission. But where the fuck did he run to? Like, where was he gonna go? Were there little villages there? (laughs) I
0: don't know, he sort of made some comments about the, you know, the locals when we were, when they were driving the juggernaut, trying to deliver that rhydonium. so maybe he was gonna circle back and just be like, hey, do you guys need any help with anything? Maybe mining that shit yourself and making money off of it? I don't know. Yeah, that's
1: true. I kind of, like, part of me kind of expected him to stick with it what do you mean or to like stay with them and help them out or something just so he has a purpose yeah like
0: bring him into the finale and have him be a part of their squad or whatever yeah i mean maybe they will maybe they'll go back for him just be like hey do you think Mm -hmm. maybe we shouldn't have left him behind like he might get hungry or need to use the bathroom or something and then they go back and get him
1: yeah. I mean, I like how they found out where Moff and ship is, but the very end, the hologram that was like, I'm coming for you, you have my son or my baby, whatever he said, um, it was kind of like a Galen Erso-ish moment. Yeah, it was. Different tone. He does, he does
0: repeat the same speech almost verbatim from season one, episode seven. Uh, Moff Gideon is like, you have something I want. You may think you have an idea of what you're in possession of, but you do not. Like it's the exact same speech, almost oh. word for word. Um, I didn't catch. I've that. also heard, awesome. I've also heard it referred to as the Taken moment. Um, in this in this episode, which I really enjoy. Um, <laughs> What's the main quote? I have a very particular set of skills. Yes, it, it had major Taken vibes, major Liam Neeson vibes. Uh, but yeah, this was. This was interesting because we also get the return of this one imperial officer that reports to Gideon, where she's like, "Yeah, you should. We got this. uh, We got this transmission." And she's always just like, "Yeah, our contact has this information. Yeah, they planted this. They planted the tracking beacon on the Razor Crest." I'm like, "What? Who are all of these people that are betraying Mando?" And that's why I'm kind of wondering if like Boba Fett is somehow in cahoots or
1: something. Mm. Yeah, I'm just, my thing is he ruined the element of surprise. I get that. Because now they're like, oh, he's coming for us. He knows how to find us. So everyone just, you know, let's just arm everything with explosives and drop them when someone flies by. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, I wonder if they need to get to Dr. Pershing so that Dr. Pershing can, like, withdraw blood or whatever from Baby Yoda. And then I guess they just want to, like, keep them on ice in case they need more blood or something like i i don't i don't know
1: yeah i mean i theorized when we were talking earlier that maybe they're already on the ship when the message happens and that way it's still an element of surprise but maybe they meet on a planet like in a lab or a facility or something yeah like maybe they just track them to an actual location because my initial thought was the whole last episode's going to be on the ship but that doesn't necessarily need to happen what if
0: they go to like an early iteration of star killer base Oh, Although I guess Could be interesting. Snoke was never there. Snoke was always hologrammed into Starkiller base. He was never actually, or at least in The Force Awakens, he wasn't on the planet. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. But that's my assumption is that they're trying to use him to grow Snoke's. Um, Snoke's in a tank. Should be fun. Yeah. It's gross. But I don't, yeah. Other than that, I kind of, I, I guess, final Thoughts, I liked this episode. I liked the tragedy mm-hmm. as well. I, was getting really sick of seeing the Razor Crest just being a piece of shit, so I'm not missing it at all. I guess that people <laughs> are really mad because they paid for, like, a $300 Lego build or something of the Razorcrest, and now they're... And that's just gone. Yeah, but I'm like, he's probably going to get it back, though, right? Like, that's the kind of ship he likes and is familiar with, and he's going to want another one.
1: Yeah, he'll just find one in a junkyard and have someone fix mm-hmm. it. Or maybe he'll steal Boba's ship.
0: Oh, that would be interesting. Boba kicks the bucket or something.
1: Yeah, it just pushes them out of an airlock. <laughs> good
0: to go. That was another thing people kept talking about was the, like, sort of gyroscopic uh, way that the Slave One is constructed, like, the inside of it, when people, when they're, like, taking off and the ship is kind of mm. rotating, how everything kind of rotates inside of it. I'm like, I didn't pick up on that because I just don't give a shit about ships and stuff. But good eye to everybody who saw it. It was kind of cool when I went back and rewatched and I was kind of paying more attention to it.
1: Yeah, I can't believe it's already almost time for the finale. So predictions, apart from we both think it's going to end on a cliffhanger. Hmm. Will we see any new characters or characters from episodes
0: past? You know, I kind of think Cobb Vanth is going to make a reappearance. I feel like we can't just get one Cobb Vanth appearance. I feel like he has to come back at some point. So I'd be willing to Mm-mm. bet that we'll see him. I'm sure we'll get more grief Karga because it seems like we haven't seen very much of him. In this episode, and he's been or this season, and he's in the past, he was sort of a series regular. So, I bet we mm-hmm. see more of him. I would be willing to bet we get more Bo Katan. I would be disappointed if we didn't. I think that's all I got. I don't think we're going to see Ahsoka again.
1: Yeah, I don't think Ahsoka either. I don't think we're going to get anyone new, maybe a reference to someone new, but not like a brand new, out of the blue Jedi that got his meditation signal or something whatever it was he was doing on that rock and yeah i don't know why in my mind i limited things to like the next season or the next episode kicking off like with a fight on the ship but what if they go to a random moon of mandalore and there's a lab facility there what if they go to camino or something yeah
0: that'd be cool (gasps)
1: Camino would be fucking awesome because Pershing's little um, badge thing is like an iteration of the Camino symbol. This has been like a very sort
0: of prequel happy season. There's been a lot of prequel references and I really appreciate that.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I think we're going to get like a mad cliffhanger though. See, I'm really
0: hoping not because season one did a good job of that, of not leaving us hanging too much as to what was coming next. And I'm just going to be so fucking mad if I have to wait a whole year to find out what happens if they leave it on. Like, I get it. I get that they want to leave it on a cliffhanger and like kind of keep us wanting to come back and get us excited to come back next year. But I'm just like, fucking hell, please don't.
1: I just don't see how he can get the baby back that fast. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Like we have to continue. We have to evolve this story, but not push it too fast, you know? Yeah.
1: But I'm excited. I'll be happy with whatever we get. The show's great. Yeah, it really is. They're not overdoing it. They're not trying to shove too much information or move too quickly, Um, which was, of course, an issue with Rise of Skywalker. I don't, you can't deny it moved very, very fast.
0: (laughs) You know what else I noticed in uh, Chapter 15? There's literally no Baby Yoda in it at all. He's not in it at all. It's weird. I miss him. Me too. He's the
1: best okay anything else on the believer no
0: that's all i got on mandalorian uh i wish we knew who was writing and directing next week's episode the finale but i don't think we do
1: no we can check imdb real quick yeah just in case something magically popped up which they're so secretive um evidently this uh this podcast i listen to called the watch it's by i think ringer or something and one of them is good friends with rosario dawson and evidently they were texting and she was like oh my god i can't believe they announced it i haven't been able to tell anyone they're so secretive and um just like in general they're so secretive hmm. so that was funny where like they didn't I, yeah she doesn't know when anything's happening Let's well if see. it's anything Chapter like the on, that makes
0: sense i never know what's happening <laughs> like no, i'm always uh, oh. lost to know
1: Yeah, the cast list is only Pedro Pascal, Gina Carano, Giancarlo Esposito, Tamara Morrison, and me, no That makes sense. I saw that it said written by Jon Favreau, but I don't know
0: if that's necessarily... It could just be because he's, like, the creator of it.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like George Lucas goes on everything Mm -hmm. because he's the whatever... All right, sweet. So I just want to bring up the Higher Public real quick. Okay. So I think the embargo lifts on the 14th. Okay. I am about 50% through Light of the Jedi, okay. which is the very first setting the stage Higher Public book, Charles Soule. And it is awesome. Yeah. So, what I will say is a warning it's in three parts. The first part is about. The Great Disaster, and we talked about this before, I think the first seven or eight chapters are for the public Yeah, anyway. the
0: first eight chapters are on the internet, you can, you can read them for free.
1: Yeah, so this ship explodes, and the pieces of it just hop out of hyperspace at light speed, essentially, so anything that's in their way, they're going to explode, um, and that's a problem. So each chapter you get, it's kind of dark, and each chapter you get... It's like so many minutes to impact. And the next chapter is like less minutes to impact. Ooh. And the next chapter is like less minutes to impact. So they're like, holy shit. And some of them are really short. It's just like, oh yeah, these people were doing this. They saw something was happening. They were working on something urgent. And then everything just exploded because they got hit with a piece from the ship that exploded. Fuck. Like, it's just like all of a sudden they're like, whoops, they died. <laughs> like, <laughs> yikes. Like, they disintegrated into nothing. And it's it's really jarring. But because the chapter names are how they are, you're like, oh, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. I have to keep going. The one thing with it that I will say is there's like 50 fucking Jedi or more that show up in the first part of the book. And keeping all the names straight, I was just like, oh, my God, how am I ever going to remember what any of these people are or what they do? You know, there's so many characters and so many people that I just thought, oh, okay, this is kind of ridiculous. But in part two is when we start seeing the pirate people, the Nile, okay. and learning more about them. And the chapters are a lot longer, and also they jump around a lot more, so all the the characters from the first part that was very kind of like scattered and rushed because it was an emergency. We get to know them all better. So don't worry about not grasping who everyone is or paying attention to who everyone Got is it. because like the important, important people, you know who they are, which is really just like two. Um, but they, they take it a lot slower in the second part. And, I'm, I'm probably, I guess I'm halfway through the second part. I don't, I'm 54% into the book. Okay. So, um, and also, guess what planet we see again? Coruscant? Well, yes, but other than Bad that. too. Other than that.
0: Crate. <laughs> I God don't know. Damn it.
1: Bora, what's my? F- Felucia. My favorite, favorite planet. Naboo. Yes. Cool. Yes.
0: We get Naboo. We get um, 200 years before Padme Naboo. That's cool.
1: hmm. Yep. We just saw it again. So um, and the Santeca family's involved and their history's interesting. I'm not gonna tell anything about it, but.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh huh. Yes. Very interesting. And it's I I can't wait to get back to reading it. I was like, oh, I have to put it down to set up for recording. Damn it. Yeah. Because it's. I'm I'm in love with it. Um but again, I would say like the sense of urgency in the first part based on the chapter names just makes you want to not stop. And don't worry about the fucking 100 characters that it mentions and gives names to. That's good um, to know. Yeah, don't don't stress on it and remembering who they are cuz the important ones get talked about later. So it's I'm I don't know what I was expecting. I think it's a pretty short book, too, like, compared to def- – it's way shorter than a certain point of view for Empire. But, um, yeah, it's really good. I'm excited to finish it.
0: That's awesome. Yay. I'm excited to get into it. I just – I'm, like, I'm really struggling with just the idea at all of reading right now. I just, like, I can do the audio books and I, I can't do anything else. I think mm-hmm. I've just gotten too far into the audio stuff. Um I know that I talked about from a certain point of view a little bit last yeah. uh, episode, but I don't think I mentioned it all that the story I was talking about, "Lord Vader Will See You Now" by, by John Jackson Miller, is about Ray Sloan. I talked <gasps> about that story, but I didn't mention that it was about Ray Sloan. and really? it's basically her interacting with Admiral Piet, who is a fucking piece of shit. He's such an asshole, um, yeah. but it's it's about her, and it's it's kind of cool because it was it's sort of taking place concurrently with some of the things that we see in Lost Stars. So it was really fun to get to see her again. Um, And I don't know why I talked about that story and didn't mention that. Um, I tweeted about this, but the story that's by Mackenzie Lee Mm -hmm. is called... Where the fuck did it go? It's called There is Always Another. And it's a conversation basically between Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi um, about Mm -hmm. like Luke and Leia and about Anakin. And it is so fucking good oh. it is this amazing story and the things that they talk about and the way that they talk about anakin just really made me rethink every idea that i've had about who anakin is as a person and i i really really liked it for that reason and i tweeted about that and then andy um who sent us our nice gifts he like dm'd me and he was just like you're totally right The story is really fucking good so I really hope that they bring this author in to do more Star Wars writing because she fucking knocked it out of the park. This book is worth it just for that one story.
1: Oh boy, I'll have to read that. You've gotten, I gave up on, from a certain point of view too, and um, I'll have, I'll, I'll have to continue <laughs> chugging along, I guess. Definitely yeah. that story. Good to know. Especially like all the Boba Fett stuff that you were talking about, how it made yeah. me, like skeezy. You've, you've gotten far into it. He
0: keeps popping up, but, like, I'll have this thing where, like, I'll be listening to a story and then I'll be like, oh, I actually have, like, no idea what's happening right now. And so I'll just skip it and go on to my next one. Um, But, yeah, he does make pretty frequent appearances. The other one that I wanted to give an honorable mention to because I liked it was But What Does He Eat by S.A. Chakraborty. I'm sorry. I do not know how to say that guy's last name. Um, But it's basically about the chef who works on uh, in Bespin who makes the meal for Vader when he brings in like Han and Leia and Han like points the blaster at him. Like it's, it's all hilarious. about the chef. Yeah. He, like <laughs> Made that meal and it cracks. The whole story is like so cute and so funny. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So definitely recommend that. Uh, the story about like Wilro Hood, basically his whole thing is like, he has to get this, like, I, I kind of like tuned out of his cause I ended up not liking as much as I thought that I would. Uh, But his whole thing is that basically he needs to, like, get to Batu or something. And it's, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh,
1: What's the ice cream maker called again? Like a Camtano or something?
0: Yeah, Camtano, I think. Okay. Yeah. Good times. So, Uh yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to the end because last time, uh, the very, the last chapter of the first from a certain point of view was, like, one of the fucking best ones. It was really funny because it's basically the narrator's, um, like, talking shit about the Crawl. Yeah, and not talking shit but like making fun of it kind of and i think it's going to be the sort of same thing with this one so i'm excited for that
1: oh good yeah i remember i remember it specifically they were like the custodian like a janitor <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: like making fun of the word the word choice it was great it was like very i don't know it was like breaking the fourth wall it was great it was awesome
1: yeah yeah okay after i finish light of the jedi maybe i'll slowly get back to it but i'm kind of uh The Justina Ireland book I think is next up on the High Republic thing, and then Claudia Gray.
0: I know I'm like kind of I'm pretty eager to like get into the Claudia Gray one, but I don't know we'll see.
1: I think you have to at least read Charles Soule first.
0: That makes sense. Yeah,
1: I'll let you know if the other one's necessary because I'll start that one next. But yeah, okay. Well, that makes me want to get back into from a certain point of view. Yeah, find the stories you like, and if you find yourself tuning
0: out within the first like couple minutes, like fucking skip it and go to the next one. Who cares.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. Next up, listener emails and trivs. So it is our episode 50 and we had a few people send in really nice things. So we'll start with emails. We're going to take a drink break at some point during it because... We're going to probably take a little while to get through all of them, and yeah, uh, yeah, here we go. So we heard from Sylvia again, and she was the one who sent us the Boba Fett question last week, or last episode. (laughs) Thanks, Sylvia. (laughs) (laughs) I know. What are the odds that we're just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So Sylvia sent us, subject line, as old as Grogu oh yay hey alice and laura congrats on reaching this amazing milestone of 50 episodes i have already said this but you have filled my days with invaluable joy during 2020 you totally deserve a socially distanced party for this half century of episodes cue the hello there theme i'm
0: gonna cheers <laughs> instead I'll cheers cheers yeah a little clink <laughs>
1: perfect yeah perfect yeah perfect In your previous episode, one of you mentioned that the podcast was close to retirement age or something like that. I urge you to consider each episode has a year for the Yoda species so that you can one day tell me when 900 episodes long you become sounds so good you still will. (laughs) God,
0: I should have predicted that you wouldn't do it in a Yoda voice, but I still had a hope that you would do it in a Yoda voice.
1: (laughs) A hope is not a strategy, Laura. No, it's not. Nope. Uh, jokes aside, thank you very much for uplifting my spirits every two weeks, and thank you for being fun through even the worst of the year. And before I sign off, I'd like to just say that the new direction they're taking Boba Fett in excites me. There were even a few shots <laughs> – pun totally intended. Thank you. I love a good pun uh, – in the episode that made him look a bit cool. He looked cool the entire fucking episode, I think. did, yeah. Anyway, aside. Back to the email. Also – kylo ren's naval fleet from the lego special is the best (laughs) and i completely forgot about fennec shand i was literally jumping up and clapping in the moment where she jumps backwards and shoots the stormtroopers she was awesome and i hope she becomes a regular yours forever toasty sylvia
0: thank you sylvia i also hope fennec shand becomes a regular on the show because she's badass as fuck uh, that email is really nice. Thank you so much. This has been really nice. Like getting to hear from some new people, um, on this show. I really, we really appreciate it. And it's always weird for me to like find out that people listen to us, but they're not like on social media. I'm always just like, wait, so then how did you find us? Like, I always want to, I always want to know. I just figured that like everybody that listens to our show is also on social media and I forget that they're not. So to those of you who are out there listening and you don't interact with us regularly, we appreciate you all the same. Thank you so much for listening to us.
1: Yeah, thank you. I mean, there's, you know what our top five or our fifth most uh, downloaded country is?
0: Isn't it New Zealand or something?
1: The Netherlands. Holding strong at number five.
0: That's right. That sounds familiar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, Netherlands people, where are you?
0: They speak a (laughs) lot of languages in the Netherlands, so English is one of them, apparently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Netherlands. Yeah. Let us know how you found us. Yeah. We're going to do things a little different this episode, and we're going to do mishmash of trivia and games with emails. Our next email is from Eli from the podcast Star Wars in a Galaxy.
0: All right, the subject line, because I always forget to read them. This one is episode 50. Hi, Alice and Laura. 50 episodes. That is quite a milestone. I'm extending my toast to you two and this awesome show. When I started getting into Star Wars podcasts, I found this one by two women whose favorite Star Wars movies were my least favorite, were two my least favorite. (laughs) Uh, But I kept going anyway, and that's because of this show's hilarity, but honesty and just overall fun time. Anyway, here's some trivia for episode 50 if you want it. As a contrast to other weeks, this trivia may warrant some head bashing because it's some of the hardest trivia I've put together special for episode 50. Oh, Alice is pumped. Uh, I'm sorry, but wait a minute. I'm really not. Answers are in white. Uh, So we will. I love it when people do that, by the way. If people send us trivia, it's kind of nice when they put the text in white, the answers, because then we can't really. It makes it less easy for us to cheat. It's so smart. It is really smart. People are really smart. Like, fuck. Fuck. We, never, we didn't think of that. People thought of that, and people are smart. Uh, okay, so thanks for putting <laughs> together an amazing show that inspires me daily, Eli. P.S. Good luck with this. All right. Trivia for Alice. Question number one. What is the first line of every single saga movie's crawl? Let's start with Phantom Menace. What do you got? Something in the galaxy. I
1: don't okay, know. Okay,
0: the first, so Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace both have the word galactic in it. Does that help? no turmoil has engulfed the galactic republic so that's phantom menace what about attack of the clones what do you got there it there is Is the first don't know come on man you gotta like watch these movies sometime soon there is unrest in the galactic senate oh okay if you if you miss revenge of the sith i'm gonna disown you i think i got this one war lovely what is it good for uh how about episode four a new hope I want to say
1: like it's an, a period of civil rest or something. It's, you're really
0: close. Right. You're really close. It is a period of civil war. I was going to give okay. you a hint and say that the first two words of this one and Empire are it is.
1: All right. Empire. It is a tumultuous time. Tumultuous time in the galaxy. I don't know. It
0: is a dark time for the rebellion okay close we're gonna skip re- <laughs> we're gonna skip return of the jedi because it's fucking ridiculous and i actually have taken the time to memorize this but then i always something forget it. with like jabba the hutt yeah luke know. skywalker has returned to Tatoo. i think it's his home planet tatooine to re- in an attempt to rescue his friend han solo from the clutches of vile gangster jabba the- that's too many fucking words fuck you return yeah, of the jedi no um okay uh the force awakens it's a person's name it's luke skywalker's name luke skywalker's
1: yeah. missing Close. Luke Skywalker Luke has Skywalker vanished. Has vanished, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Okay. The next one, The Last Jedi. Jesus Christ. I used to know all of this, but I haven't had any need to know all I of know. it. I know. Uh you will. I'm trying to think of the words in caps to see if I can like go back. I don't know.
0: The first order reigns.
1: Mm. And then the last one is the Dead Speed. hmm
0: well done so i think you're two for nine
1: (laughs) yay partial credit for i think two of them it's always partial
0: credit okay i know um okay i the hard ones
1: number two i'm not looking forward to mine
0: like these if these are hard these are hard like the the crawl ones are hard if you're not regularly studying them so i'm a little bit scared
1: (laughs) two of two of yours are easy okay
0: um, you should be able to get through, I think, number two for this one, okay? Name every planet that appears for a substantial amount of time in the original trilogy.
1: Every planet. Tatooine. That's correct. <laughs> Yavin 4. Does Yavin 4 count? Or is that a moon?
0: Uh, it's a moon, but he said that the question is planet. So he did put that if something's a moon, don't mention it.
1: Okay. Uh, those are the main ones there. Alderaan wasn't in it very much, so that doesn't count. In Empire, we have Hoth. Hoth, yes. (laughs) Dagobah. Correct. Bespin. Yes. I think that's it? Yeah. And in Return of the Jedi, we have Tatooine. Mm Mm-hmm. We have Dagobah again. Yes. And Endor. Which is a moon, right? Yeah, so it's really just four. Okay, yes, yeah, and then there are cameos by Corson and Naboo, and sure, tattooing again. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: All right, Laurie, you ready for yours? I am ready for mine. Let's do it. Here we go. In a new hope, fill in the blank. The tractor beam is coupled with the main reactor in X locations. A power loss at one of the terminals will allow the ship to leave. Seven. Yes. Nice. Okay. This next one we've answered in trivia before. Okay. Name every instance of a character having a bad feeling about this.
0: Ooh, yeah. I remember this one. Mm-hmm. We were up north at that movie theater bar. Um, okay. Phantom Menace is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Very beginning. Um, Attack of the Clones is Anakin in the arena. I'm pretty sure it's just that one.
1: Yeah, I think let's see. Is there a second uh, yes.
0: one in Attack of the Clones? Okay, just one. Um in Revenge of the Sith, it is It's Obi-Wan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um Are we just doing saga films? Yeah. Okay. Um A New Hope, it is Luke and Han. Mm-hmm. In Empire, it's Leia. Yep. In Return of the Jedi, it is Luke. No, it's three PO and Han. That's yes. right. I thought Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi was weird. Um, in Force Awakens, it's Han. Mm-hmm. In the Last Jedi, it's BB Eight. Yep. And in The Rise of Skywalker, it's just Lando. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah Return of the Jedi is the rare one. That's one I got to remember.
1: Yeah. Okay. Annoying one. Yeah. Why would anyone know that? God damn it. I got really, I got really hard ones. You do get hard ones. I would have gotten every character that said I have a bad feeling about this. If we
0: had, yeah, if we had had pub trivias regularly still, I feel like you would have done better on the crawls. Like, we would be more sort of forced to be studying. Okay, so should we jump to Aris next?
1: Uh, Yes, let's do Aris.
0: Okay, so we've got an email from Aris, and we have a voicemail, and we have a game that we're going to play that's sort of trivia-esque, and I'm really excited for all of it. So do you want to read Aris's email first?
1: I will. Subject, happy 50th, y'all. Hi! (laughs) Congratulations on hitting your 50th episode, my friends. I honestly have so much mad respect for you two. You took a rest more than a year and a half ago to share your voice with a fandom that doesn't like change or non-dude pro opinions. (laughs) And since day one, you've been so unabashedly you, representing the fandom in such a positive way, being just quality people. And along the way, you've brought together a great group of followers who also just radiate love and joy. Thank you for bringing that joy and light into my life. You have a great group of followers. That's really nice. I know. Email continued. So I've got two things for you. One is the voicemail and the second is the spreadsheet. The voicemail explains what's on the spreadsheet, but long story short, it's sort of trivia for you. I pulled some of what I thought were some of your funniest quotes across the episodes and the challenge (laughs) is to guess who said it. Oh my god. Oh, and much like Alice, I'm normally a PC user for work, so the spreadsheets thing was confusing. Ignore how bad that is. (laughs) (laughs) It was confusing. I copy and pasted it into a Google sheet, so we're all good. (laughs) Oh, this is amazing. It was so much fun listening to older episodes. Y'all have always been hilarious, but it's so great to hear how you've grown from episode zero. It was also a little triggering when I hit post rise of skywalker definitely a pivot point <laughs> and then of course listening to when COVID hit i was like god how we all thought we would be going back to normal <laughs> holy shit what a roller coaster uh,
0: fuck before i wrap
1: up i just want to revisit your original options for podcast names which you discuss in episode zero and i'd like to say since you're working on merch in the future i would like to see the have you heard the tragedy of darth Plagueis' wine on a shirt still me too in a yeah. tote bag yeah it's it's
0: on the yeah it's on the docket definitely
1: <laughs> yep and i still love naboo's cruise anyways congratulations on the big 50 and can't wait for the next 50 may the force be with you always rs okay. all right so let's play the voicemail and then we're gonna do the quotes game
3: hello to my favorite intergalactic gal pals alice and laura just well. sending you a happy little note to say that you all 50, and you'd like to drink and talk Star Wars drink, because you're 50 the big 5 <laughs> Now that I've gotten that obligatory and hopefully recognizable Molly Shannon reference out of the way, hi, happy 50th, and what a week to actually do your 50th podcast. We've got basically one left episode left before we get to the finale of Mando and what two episodes it has been. Uh, and then not to mention all the ridiculous shit ton of content that we got from the Disney investor call yesterday. Holy fucking shit. Losing my mind. Yes. Um, so many thoughts, but probably not going to fit them in a voicemail, but I can't wait to hear you guys talk about it. So looking forward to when your next episode, the big five actually does air. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanted to send a little note along to say, you know, a couple weeks ago, I think it was right after the Ahsoka episode star wars twitter just got like really shitty and i was just like oh my fucking god you guys can we not like i guess i was just in a bad mood and i was ready to just fucking get rid of twitter and Mm. honestly the reason that i stayed on it was like you know what i love alice and laura shenanigans on here and the other like curated awesome people that i do see on here so i'm gonna stay and i am glad because you guys do continue to bring me joy every time that i listen to your show um, and in oh. my world, is definitely a much better place for you guys being in podcasting. So thank you. Congratulations on the big 5 oh, And thanks. wanted to do something I thought would be fun. And then I did it. And I'm not sure how it's going to turn out. But <laughs> we'll see. You guys can decide. I'm not good at Star Wars trivia. Uh, I know shit. But like, I don't know shit like you guys do. So I was like, what could I ever offer in the trivia category? <laughs> and I thought, wouldn't it be fun to just pick out some of Laura and Alice's most memorable lines, or maybe just some of their more crazy lines, oh and then have them guess who said what. So I went through and listened to Grace hits, or actually I should probably more say milestone accomplishment uh, episodes, oh and pulled some of what I thought were hysterical quotes out of the out of the show and put them together in a spreadsheet that I'm sending to you. Uh, and I was thought you might enjoy taking a little step down memory lane since you guys can never remember what you said in previous episodes anyways i thought it would be a little fun um anyway use it or don't use it just thought it would send something that was a little different and something that would be celebratory for your big 50th episode you guys rock congratulations and we'll be listening
0: oh my god i fucking cannot wait for this game
1: i thank you i'm smiling so much that like my mouth muscles hurt
0: yeah my face hurts a little bit that was fucking delightful Thank i'm so you. excited for this this is gonna be wild <laughs> i'm
1: excited too should we take a drink break real quick yeah that's a good idea okay drink break and then who said
0: it we're getting into the game you guys i am pumped we'll be right back <gasps>
1: Alright, we're back. Are you ready for quotable quotes?
0: I am ready for who said it. Let's do it.
1: You know, I was thinking I'm so glad this was put together because I thought it'd be so funny to have a calendar of our quotes. Like every month would just be a different one.
0: Oh, like a I I give what you're talking about. Like a like a <laughs> <laughs> like instead of hot fireman it's just text of what we said
1: <laughs> yeah with maybe a picture or something stupid got it that's like photoshopped with microsoft paint or something <laughs> all right here we go you've got the floor hooker
0: that's definitely you
1: yeah that sounds like me yeah i like saying hooker. yes Oh. <laughs> nobody likes a sad drunk
0: that's gotta be me
1: yeah that sounds like you yeah yes nice <laughs> what was the word you just used, you fancy bitch? <laughs>
0: that was I me. think that was you. I remember saying that. Yeah. I don't remember what word you used, but that was awesome.
1: <laughs> Which is I'm weird because I never use fancy <laughs> words. I would go to Taco Donna. It's pretty and green with lots of flags. It has a good band. I think that's you. i Yeah, I wasn't sure about this one. Maybe me? I think it's you because I wouldn't have said it has a good band. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Good times. Although I feel like when I hear you say "junk," I immediately think of balls.
0: That's you because I say the word "junk" a lot. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Just gonna plug myself right there. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Oh, I would guess that that's you.
2: That's
1: I would guess that that's me too because I say you're welcome.
2: Yes. Oh, (laughs) Oh, we're so good at this. This is funny.
1: Um okay discussing sporks at galaxy discussing the sporks at galaxy's edge wouldn't it have been funny if you got electrocuted from walking too far with a spork
0: i love this game i don't know Um, who that is i would bet it was you
1: i okay yeah i think so yes
2: okay all
1: right maybe (laughs) god damn it Maybe I'm thinking of another word for coke nail.
0: <laughs> I think, I think that was you, or was like maybe Maria on with us, and maybe she
1: said that. I think this was you. Okay, let's see. Oh, it was you! Oh my god! Oh fuck! I was wrong. All right, Hello. <laughs> see, I can win at this trivia. Um. Are they just, like, they put the penis in the vagina? (laughs) I think that was you.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We can go with me. I don't know. Yes. Okay.
1: Does the word panties bother you?
0: That was you, because I usually don't say the word panties because Rose doesn't like it.
1: (laughs) I feel like it would have been me, because I like the word panties. (laughs) Oh, it was me. Yep. Okay. Okay ladies keep houses <laughs> do you want a sandwich
0: <laughs> i have no idea i have literally no idea what the context to that is um but i'm gonna shake a shot in the dark and say me
1: i think it's me actually
0: okay we're in disagreement
1: yes it is me mm-hmm. boom
0: i'm bad at this game but i still think it's fun
1: <laughs> along the same vein we're not chicks we don't housekeep Hmm. oh i say chicks a lot but this could be you if it's related to the
0: yeah i'll go mm. with me on that one i'm gonna go
1: with you as well yes Yay. yeah
0: also because i'm dirty and i'm a bad roommate so i i would say <laughs> i don't keep house
1: <laughs> okay dio was so fucking cute i could shit that was definitely me. <laughs> you. yep okay all so right am
0: go. i am i taking over from here or is this still you yep
1: You're okay taking over
0: all right i liked kill jimmy eat world
1: (laughs) that had to have been me
0: (laughs) hold on i need to figure out a better way to do this yes that was you oh and he put the episode numbers too oh my god that's so funny
1: i didn't know what the numbers were for but oh that's i thought it was like keeping points oh this is so smart i love this
0: yeah i'm here for this okay uh next one force toast (laughs) force toast luke is on octo
1: you do you think
0: it's you i think it's me
1: okay it is me yay all right I about- love it. Oh, go ahead
0: uh about leia's training is what this is referencing she's got to have a lightsaber to train in general what else is she going to use a stick i think that's me i think that's you too yeah that's you boom <laughs> all right uh the next one is about luke's x-wing God, that thing's got to smell like shit. Can you imagine having to get in that swampy ass thing? That's me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me.
1: <laughs> Episode 25 is like killing it, right it was
0: now. Yeah, that one was killer, apparently. <laughs> um, okay, the next one is about Lando going to get help. He's got a space Rolodex in one of the space ice cream makers he carries around. Me. I'm going to go with you on that, too. Yeah, I don't think that was me. Let's see that was you yay yeah uh i can't help but laugh when i hear dick dick is funny <laughs> that's that's you me. you immature dick
1: <laughs> your face is an immature dick shut yeah, up
0: that, that was you that's <laughs> funny uh next one enjoy getting your dick wet with conversation <laughs> that's you. i think that was me too yeah yes it was it was indeed all right um but do clones have dicks I think that that's was you. me. Yeah.
1: I remember thinking about this stuff when I was walking back from Banana Republic.
0: Yeah. Thinking about clone dicks. That's that sounds like you. Uh, the next one. I love you all like family. You all disgust me. Get out there and do something about it this week. I think that's you. me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's me. All right. Tits and ass coming your way.
1: <laughs> oh, this is tricky. I want to say a tricky, me.
0: I want to say you too. That is a tricky one, though. Let's all right. See. Let's see. It was yes! you. Oh, yeah. Uh, next one. No, we don't. Wash your hands, everybody. Bye. I think that's me. Yeah,
1: I think that's you as well. well.
0: Sounds like a closer for me. Yeah, that's me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, the funny thing about this is now that I see it written out, I feel like I remember do- saying it and doing it because I'm just a vain asshole. Um, all right. Next one. Free is a great four-letter word that starts with an F. Me. I think, that- I think that's you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Boom. All right. Uh... Asked, for, who asked for that? I mean, really, that was you. me. That may have been, a, I say that a lot, I think. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that. Feels recent. Uh, the next one, the subtitles is something really depressing, and the video is a bunny hopping along and smiling. Was that you talking about that sad-ass song? No, because that was called the Cat Carol. Cat Carol. Yeah, for it was uh, It was you. I don't remember what you were talking about. What but was I talking about? That's so funny. Why do you... <laughs> Why did that come up? I never know. Aris, that was a really fun game. That is really silly. I love it. Uh, what a great trip down memory lane that was. That was ridiculous.
1: Oh, we got most of them right.
0: Yeah, we did we did pretty good. That's awesome. I'm surprised that we did that good on that because we yeah. often don't remember anything we say. Yeah. We are such different people though, so it's it seems like I I can usually pick it out. That's so fucking funny, though.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love that game. Thanks again, (laughs) Aris.
0: Yeah, thank you, Aris. And thank you for the really nice voicemail. That was really lovely. And you are... I'm I'm so sorry that, like, Star Wars Twitter almost uh, scared you off. I can totally understand how that would happen. It's almost happened to me a few times. Um, But, yeah, that's, you know, timeline cleanup and... uh, follower, curation, and, you know, trying to keep it a positive place is definitely a struggle, but I'm glad you're still sticking around.
1: Hell yeah. All right, on to the grand finale of listener emails. Uh, Divorce sent us an email and a video surprise that I haven't watched. I don't think either of us have fully watched yet. No, and I'm trying to figure out how to do a screen share. Can we do that on Skype? Is that a thing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and read it, and then we'll figure it out. Okay. So. We will read the email and then play audio from the video. Okay. Here we go. Subject, happy 50th. Hi, Alice and Laura. I wanted to write in on the occasion of the impending release of your 50th episode. You sound so professorly, Dr. DeVore. (laughs) Um, I started listening to you two after you were on We Serve Droids in August of 2019, back when you were only in your teens as a matter of fact you were only the second ever star wars podcast i listened to wow but needless to say i quickly hopped on the bandwagon and it's been such a joy being part of your fan club i can confidently say that a larger view of the force wouldn't exist without you two So thank you for all the hard work you've put into the show, as well as the inspiration you've provided me. I got you a present. It's attached to this email. I have no doubt you'll
2: like it. May the Force be with you always. Devor. Oh, boy. What the fuck? Hi, Alice. Hi, Laura. This is Ashley Eckstein, a.k.a. the voice of Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars and the founder of Her Universe. And I've been working with Devor to send you this message to say – Congratulations! Congratulations on your fiftieth episode of Force Toast, a Star Wars podcast. That's so exciting, um, and clearly that involved a lot of hard work. Uh, I completely understand that, especially after founding and, and building her universe, um, starting something from scratch and having a vision, but then building it uh, to to now, you know, your podcast having fifty episodes. That is huge and that is so exciting. Um, It makes me think of two of my favorite Star Wars quotes. Uh, The first from Yoda, which is, try not, do or do not, there is no try. Uh, Clearly you uh, didn't just try to have a successful podcast, you are doing it. And it also makes me think of my other favorite quote from Qui-Gon Jinn, your focus determines your reality. And uh, clearly you have focus and you have made this idea of uh, Force Toast, uh, your Star Wars podcast, um, a reality. And I am so excited for you for 50 episodes and I know that you have... 50 more coming and beyond. Um, So I just wish you the best of luck. Um, I love that you're celebrating Star Wars together. Um, I love Star Wars and I love celebrating Star Wars with my friends. Uh, It's just truly one of my favorite things to talk about. So I can't think of a better podcast uh, and just wish you best, the both of luck. Clearly, the Force is strong with you. And always remember, the Force is with you. Always. Bye. It's just so good voice. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck?
0: Oh my God. Was that. Did that really just happen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I I um wow she did a sock voice at the end <laughs> That was the fucking coolest thing that's ever happened Oh my god my face and my head hurt oh my god my body doesn't know what to do
1: I'm just like prancing like a pony Oh my god I'm dancing like a pony. (laughs) Alice won't stop
0: jumping up and down. I cannot. I can't. I. Wow. Wow. That was Ahsoka. She said our names. ah! She said the name. Ahsoka just said the name of our podcast. (laughs) Wow.
1: She had no idea what she was talking
0: about. Oh my god! (gasps)
1: Though.
0: Oh, that was so exciting! Oh my God! Wow! Devorah, oh. holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was oh. the best! That was wow. the absolute. That was the best!
1: Wow! Thank you. Oh, oh,
0: my cheeks hurt. No, I. We should maybe we should stop podcast. We're ne- that's never gonna be top. We should. <laughs> this is the end. We're done. I know Ashley
1: said fifty more, A A R P O.
0: Yeah, I'll split that fifty five. <laughs> oh my fucking god! I cannot believe that just happened.
1: <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. I... Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, you guys couldn't see it because it was just a. It was um a cameo. It was. A, I think it was a cameo, but yeah, it, we did. It, there was a video um for it and that was oh my god my fucking my face hurts that was wild Uh, oh my god is this real life oh my god devore what a (sighs) gift to have star wars to have a star wars character talk at you and talk about your show that like oh my god that warms my heart so much holy crap
1: it was so good that was really really nice thank you and thank you everyone who's stuck with us or found yeah. us and all that we appreciate you
0: yeah it's been a wild 50 episodes and we fully like I was joking just now I we fully intend to just keep it going as long as we can you guys because this has been so much fun for us it's a great outlet for us it's been a fantastic way to meet friends and I mean it's we have to at least keep it going till celebration 2022 so you guys can count on that I think
1: Hundo hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Whew, I think I've calmed down now. <clears throat> oh my my God. eyes are working again. My my face hurts.
0: I'm never going to sleep again. I'm
1: just... I'm not prancing like a reindeer. Oh, my God. Whew. Wow. Okay. Back to our regular schedule. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what to expect from our next episode? Episode 51 will be out December 29th, last of 2020.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. We'll talk about the The Mandalorian season two finale. We'll maybe do a little bit of an overview and sort of highlights of season two. Looking forward to that. And then yeah, hopefully we'll get some more information on the High Republic to sort of preview for you guys because we've gotten advanced reader copies of a couple of the books. Uh, So hopefully we'll be able to share some information about that. I am looking forward to 51. This was... uh, this was really epic, though, this episode. Thank like you to. Thank you to everyone who made it that way. That was holy crap.
1: yeah, <laughs> including
0: Ashley Eckstein. Thank you so
1: much. <laughs> hashtag blessed.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, which that so that brings us to our toast too. Um, and you know, the unspoken thing is that that video was both of our toast twos, um probably for the rest of our lives. Um, so yeah, Alice nodding along. We, we are in agreement. Uh, so yeah, I do have a, I've got a couple things though that I could mention, but I'm going to change my mind about what I had originally put to talk about. Um, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Who cares?
1: You can go first.
0: Okay. So today, uh, when we're recording this, Saturday, December 12th, was the Schmodown Spectacular. Last year, Alice and I were there in person in LA. This year, it was all virtual. Um, And this year, I was off the hook. Didn't have to play. But I did record some scenes ahead of time, which they played during uh, during the Spectacular today. And they announced that Molly and I are going to be playing a match next year. Molly Damon and me, we will be the first... Women of Star Wars showdown match in history, so that is going to be really exciting. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that.
1: So the thing after that is whoever wins against between Laura and Molly, whoever has the Star Wars belt gets to pick if they just want to go up against Andrew Demolanta or if they want a three way challenge.
0: Where it would be who it would be the winner of the belt whoever has the belt after today. It would be uh, Andrew Demelon, and then it would be whoever wins between me and Molly would potentially do a triple threat match. So we're not sure yet how it's going to play out, um, but the match against me and Molly is for sure happening sometime early next year. As soon as I have information as to when that's happening, I'll let everyone know. uh, But at the moment, I I don't know. I'm just very excited, and I'm in the early stages of preparing. Um, I started studying when I learned about this a few weeks ago, so... I um am very open to any help anybody is willing to provide. I was kind of thinking maybe this time it might be nice to do like a maybe I conference in people on Zoom and we do a sort of video study session with a few people. That could be fun. So Ooh. if you have any interest in something like that, let us know
1: um either via
0: DM on Twitter or something. But yeah, I'm very excited. So that's
1: my my toast too for right now. All right. Um my toast too is just reiterating, everyone who's out there listening, we appreciate you, and today was very exciting. This going to be a long episode, man, but um, today was really exciting and fun, and my toast to, <sighs> I've been so busy with work, but I like got assigned a super important client, and I had a kickoff meeting, and it went really well, Yay. so I was stoked about that, and I watched uh, the entire series of The Americans, and it was very good the end was like okay but um it was a great show so i'm glad i got to finish watching it and yeah that's it for me nice keeping it simple
0: yeah i like it simple's okay sometimes that's cool
1: all right so as usual thanks for sticking with us we appreciate it if you like what you hear share us with your friends, retweet stuff, like our stuff, whatever, and we always appreciate five-star reviews on Apple. It helps spread the news
0: yes and you can find our show on twitter and instagram our handle is at force toast pod email the show let us know if you're interested in doing some study sessions with me to prepare for star wars trivia match our email is force toast at gmail.com you can find alice on twitter at slaya all day and then come follow me at shut up underscore laura subscribe to our show on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher google Podcasts. you can find a full list of www.forcetoastpod.com
2: ahsoka said hi
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, did. she did though. Funk your brother. Shake it out. now Remember that song? Fat Boy Slim. No, da, 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 yeah, good times. And great oldies. Yeah. Oh wow, our initials say la 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 la.
0: What did <laughs> that? I never noticed that. How did we manage to never notice that?
1: So I'm not actually. Sir, sir, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off yep, right. It's going really well is the plant okay I'm like getting intimate with my plant sorry <laughs> you were you are very gently caressing it oh. you just have a weird sound burp but sound Bored. It's burps and flushing.
0: Sure. Yeah, the fart fan was running the entire time that we were recording just now, and I didn't realize it. And I'm just like, oh, hopefully it doesn't pick that up.
1: <laughs> I turned it the off. Fart fan. Yeah. You have a bidet and a fart fan? Well, but, like you
0: know, bathrooms have fans, like the fan in the bathroom. Traditionally, you Mine doesn't. You don't, and I don't like that about your bathroom <laughs> because some of us need it, Alice. Well, that's why
1: I keep a can of Febreze in there. B- Is that a mariachi band? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> is it in your hallway no it's outside i think someone's just driving around blasting their speakers like really slowly driving around gotta love chicago just for that should we take a drink break real quick yeah that's a good
0: idea